Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with Your Favorite Author, where we ask authors important questions like, why would you agree to be on this podcast? I'm Kelly Lynn Colby, Editorial Director at Cursed Dragon Ship Publishing. Our guest this week is Larry Hoy, biker, writer, legend. Larry is a contributing author for a collection of anthologies, most of them dipping into the horror, supernatural, and mystery worlds. When not writing, Larry can be found on the back of his motorcycle. Trips have taken him through a healthy bit of America and some of Europe. Other high watermarks in his life include his wife and daughters. If he is not your favorite now, he will be after. Yay! Welcome, Larry! How are you on this fine evening? Hey, Kelly. I am fantastic. Yay! So we have some very, very vitally important questions to ask you tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. Let's see. Let's say hi to the audience first. We've got the moms on. Hi, Vicky and Pam. We've got McFly and Smashy. Who else do we have? We have Henry's on. Hi, Henry. Hey, McFly. So got a good crowd coming go. on to say hi. Remember, if you are watching and can't chat, just make sure you log in. Uh, if you're listening to this at home, you're missing out. Come see us live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central. So you can see the awesome drink that Larry's got going. What is that, Larry? Uh, tonight's program is sponsored by Angel's Envy, uh, the, the, the bourbon that just happens to be on my desk at the moment. <laughs> That's quite an endorsement. <laughs> That's awesome. The strength to get through. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I love it. Well, welcome. Why don't we just get started? You ready? Absolutely. Hit me. All right. Where First do you question. get your ideas? Where do you get your ideas? All right. So by nature, I've done uh, a bit more bike, moat, well, biker. I'm a motorcycle rider. Uh, I spend as much time as I can on the back of my bike. And uh, every single time, I, I meet that that person that's in my lane. How dare they get in my lane? Or they, they the guy that's that left lane vigilante that's going the speed limit on the passing lane. Mm. Or the guy that cuts off cuts me off. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I spend a lot of time writing uh, about murders and <laughs> torture and punishment. So I they just come to me. So, but you know, I think that's a pretty healthy way to deal with road rage, personally. It is. Uh, you, the biker never wins in road rage. So I, <laughs> I, I give them names and I take it out on the book in the book. <laughs> that's awesome. Let's see. You have lots of published short stories. Which one is your favorite? Um, my favorite is ch uh, Christmas lasagna. Uh, there was a open call for Christmas horror stories by a little publishing house in Maine. And mm -hmm. I thought, Maine, horror stories, maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> I'll be in there and, you know, Stephen King and I'll be published. He wasn't. But oh, uh, well. uh, they did like my story. Uh, and it, it went out there to the world. Uh, and uh, I so got the story published. and. Uh, my mom is a big fan, of course, uh, and and I support my mom at any time. She still buys my books, and we were talking earlier. She takes my books, puts the magnet, puts it up on the refrigerator. So, the book just came out the the, the one with the Christmas lasagna story. Uh huh. What's it called? It just it the book is uh, the Tales of Bethlehem, 
and my story in it is Christmas lasagna. That's awesome. And it's about a uh, a foreign cu- a foreign couple that family that they're homeless. They live in a homeless shelter, and uh-huh. and then when they get on their feet, they like to help out the homeless shelter. So my mom just read the story, and she calls me to give me a review. Now, wow. just what happens? I'm at okay. church. Had a little Bible study. I have the pastor beside me. All right. (laughs) My mom calls. I answer the phone because my mom with the magnets, my books are on her fridge. I'm going to answer the phone. Pastor beside me. I I see my mom called. I answer it with speakerphone because I'm a little hard of hearing, deaf in one ear, can't hear out of the other. Pastor beside me. Answer the phone. Hey, mom, what's up? You killed the boy. Uh, hold on, mom. Can I call you back? <laughs> Hang on, pastor. I got to take this. <laughs> and he's all like, uh. And I walked into the other room and I said, mom, I didn't just kill the boy. I killed everybody. <laughs> they all died. Spoiler she, alert. She only cared about the boy, though. <laughs> it broke her heart. Oh, I was so happy. Oh. That's that's good. You made her feel well done. Yeah, to make it up to my mom. Oh. Because, so, you know, I, I actually wrote a short story that got picked up by the chicken soup people. I'm in mm-hmm. chicken soup for the runner's soul. I've got a story about nice. my family and I doing a, a, a mud run, an obstacle course. And so now my mom can take the chicken soup book to church with her, all her friends. Like, look, my son, he's an author. Oh, that's great. Did he write anything else? No. no. until they see her fridge like nope this is it (laughs) (laughs) never had another one (laughs) it's the only one chicken soup sorry um that's hilarious the uh bill's on and bill wants you know he turned that he thinks that you turned down a collaboration with stephen king so you could write hit world with him he's well given the opportunity um Stephen King wouldn't let me put my name on the cover. And Bill said, as long as you don't screw it up too bad, put both of our names on the cover. I'll help you with it. We'll get this into reality. So, nice. yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bill on the first one. Next one's going to be with Steve. It's done. Once Steve it's starts it. returning my phone calls, I'm <laughs> going to have to work with him. So we need to talk about the stalker laws in Maine. Where's well, Dave? We need him. He's in Maine. He can tell us what it is. Yeah, there's computers now. You don't have That's to be true. in Maine to use computers. <laughs> That's <is> very true. <laughs> um, it's more fun in person, though. <laughs> yeah, the handcuffs tend to chafe. <laughs> that was a research project for another book, but yeah. you know, I mean, you need to know to make it real. Hey, Jacob says drinking booze, riding motorcycles, daydreaming about murder at Bible study. I think you're his new favorite author. There you go, Jacob. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's nice. All right. I wasn't drinking the booze at Bible study. <laughs> Let Until me rephrase after mom that. Called. <laughs> when, when my pastor was there. That's right. <laughs> my my small group we get together. We do do cigars and bourbon a lot, and mm. It's complicated. <laughs> isn't it all? Isn't it all? <laughs> uh, let's see your bio says that you love to go on road trips with your motorcycle. I do. Is there anywhere you've gone that you must visit again? Um, I am looking 
a place that I've been that I, I have to go back to uh, the Dragon uh, Highway 214, I think it is, uh, Dragon's Tail in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Just well, just outside Gatlinburg. Uh, okay. Such a wonderful ride. It is. There are 311, and I'm sure I'm going to get hate mail on this. 311 curves within 11 miles of road. It's just a twisty, turny cutbacks up the side of this mountain, and it's so much fun. Um, I've done that twice. Uh, my took my daughter up there. Uh -huh. uh, my oldest daughter, she was on her motorcycle. My youngest daughter was on the back of my bike, and uh, my wife was riding in a car. Uh, she, we all get turns on the bike, but I have to go it back her there. Turn, take the car. Uh -huh. I have to go back again because now my wife's got her own motorcycle. My youngest daughter has a motorcycle. So we got to get the whole family zigzagging up the road. That's awesome. Uh, and you, that's the most fun. Uh, <laughs> for the future, the road that I haven't done yet mm -hmm. is I've got to do the mother road. Route 66, Chicago to L.A. Uh, mm -hmm. It's one that I'm trying to carve the time available, uh, trying to make that open. But uh, it, it hasn't met with my time period just yet but mm. it's on the list gotcha well after a, a bullet mm. for the shooter makes all of the millions of dollars you'll be set <laughs> when i get set then uh uh that's not going to be the uh, route 66 because bill and chris kennedy are already beating me up for the sequel yes yes so. more books to come yes yes i love it <clears throat> Let's see. If you could have your dream motorcycle, which one would it be? I've got it. It is a is 19. All right. If you if throw my picture up there, it's a uh, 2003 Victory Vegas. Uh, she's got just short of 100,000 miles, and she is the most fun I've ever had with a big, throbbing 150cc monster between my legs. Let's, we might have to edit that. No, no, that's perfect. Actually, I like it. I'm pretty sure it's big and green with yellow markings all over it. So, yeah, you know. It's got the, it, so I'm Irish pulling it up now. Naturally. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, my bike is uh, green and gold or green and green flames. Uh, and she, lean, clean, and just a blast to drive. Leaner into the curves. That is my dream bike. Uh, I could never replace her until the bikes start to fly when I get a <laughs> flying motorcycle, but not before that, that right there, that's my dream bike. She's pretty. Anytime uh, you, if you put up, I've always been told if you raise the garage door and you don't break into a smile, you brought the wrong bike. And oh. uh, every single time the garage door goes up, I smile and I giggle, but you know, that's awesome. Um, the uh, I just want you to know Zafo said that he has a motorcycle technically but he does not what he has is a son who has pieces of a motorcycle in our garage taking up most of it well yes that's a motorcycle to be it takes mm. it takes nine months to have a baby it takes a few months to get or years or the years so so um, the title's in my name because when he bought it he was under 18 He's uh, 19 going on Almost 20. Almost 20 now. <laughs> so what's he, what is he, what's he putting together? 
uh, what was it a '94 Honda, Honda Nighthawk? It was just supposed to be a project. Like this was uh-huh. his project that he was going to do because he wants mm-hmm. to repair cars. He's in school for that now, and so. But the motorcycle, his grandpa bought it for him so he could fix it. It was a flood bike. Yeah. So he did a lot of work on it, but then he got to certain points. I mean, we don't have a lot of tools. We don't have a whole garage. We don't. Yeah, I mean, like a, you know, place to repair things. Garage. But you get the Honda, and and he made the uh-huh. right call. You get the Honda because. Uh-huh. Harleys are great bikes for mechanics, but mm. a Honda will start every time, even though my daughter, she has a, a little 250 Rebel, Honda Rebel, mm-hmm. uh, and it has to go to the doctor this week because, but she's had it for three, five years, and you push it off a cliff, you kick it, you shoot it, fire it up, and it runs every time. So Sweet. I love I love the Hondas. My wife, she drives one of those little sport zip and splat, little Kawasaki hunched over. I don't understand it. <laughs> I I rode it home for her when she first bought it, gave her the keys. Thank you, dear. That was a lot of fun here. I'm never riding it again. <laughs> this is your problem. I ride a victory. I sit back, put my feet up, and I ride. If I can't ride for an hour, then it's not a motorcycle. It's not a bike trip. It's not fun. Yeah, I can see that. That's awesome. Let's see. Yes, uh, McFly says sweet bike, awesome paint job. So he really likes it too. I, and he I says, hate to admit that uh, the guy I got that from, mm-hmm. uh, he, I'm the second owner. Somebody else did all the all the sexy love to the bike, and I took it from him. Uh, <laughs> he he gave it up. He said he's going to start a new hobby. Mm-hmm. He's going to start fishing. And uh, I asked him, I said, I I want to make sure before I take this bike from you, I want to make sure you're sure, because I don't understand the, th- I know the thrill of riding a bike, but I don't understand the thrill of fishing. He's oh, <laughs> I, I, I fish for sharks. Oh. Okay, then. We're good. I'm going to take the bike. And I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> That's where the adrenaline comes from. I get it now. <laughs> I was going to say, I've seen some bass boats that, that will knock your socks off, but yeah, but there that's to boating, catch not fishing. Really so fast no, bass. Fishing. Yeah. Fishing for sure. All Fair right. enough. Yep. Fair enough. I get it. All right. So question. With Easter this weekend, I was wondering, what is your favorite holiday tradition? It doesn't have to be Easter, by the way, but just holiday period. All right. If you look back at the bike, the favorite mm-hmm. holiday was just a couple weeks ago, St. Patty's Day. <laughs> um, we break out the Rubens. My whole family, we have to have the Ruben. With a thin, thin, thin corned beef, we get the spiral rye, the cabbage, the the, the French or the Thousand Island, a little bit of mustard, baby Swiss. It is a it's a religious experience. We take our time. Got to get the the kettle fried chips and um, a Guinness, uh-huh. and then you just savor it. You know, my my sandwiches are at least like a, a half a pound of uh, corned beef. You don't eat again for a day, <laughs> but while you're eating, that's awesome. Yeah, St. Patty's, that is the day. That is a fun day. I have to say, we went and went at uh, Henry that's in the thing. We went to his parents' house for that, and that's exactly what we had. Not sandwich, but it was the corned beef and cabbage and potatoes. And they actually like fancy beer, but they drank um, more inexpensive beer that time and dyed it green because you know, they almost had to. It was required. I did that once, and then I found out that my blood goes back to Ireland, so it's been nothing but Guinness ever since. <laughs> well, see, the green doesn't show much in the Guinness. 
No, but yeah. it's Guinness. And that yeah. there is no more green beer than Guinness. Guinness <laughs> is as green as it gets. Oh, yes. Pretty sure they had Guinness too. Right, right from the motherland. Nice. And nice. I, I've heard, I can't swear to it, oh. but I've heard in Ireland, there's a pipe that runs outside the Guinness factory, the brewery, with corks in it. You can just pull the cork, you know, suck it right from the tit. I don't know. <laughs> the story I've heard, I think it's just a bump up tourism. But if I ever get yes. out that way, I'm going to find out for certain. Have you seen them pour the Guinness? They're really I anal about it. it. I can't imagine them be letting you just drink it right out of the pipe. <laughs> there's like this specific there's got to be breaking a law drinking it out of the pipe you're right yeah, yeah. Exactly. if you receive your guinness in less than 15 minutes they've done it wrong they've done it wrong it's just not right it doesn't work so let's see if you could write in any world that wasn't your own which world would that be oh okay i am a uh dc fanboy um i would love to uh, write something in the DC fan DC universe for me, it's going to be the, the anti-villain Lobo. He's a heavy metal motorcycle riding space bounty hunter. He rides his hog through space and anybody gets in his way. He just drops them. Lobo for me is a, the most infamous. He doesn't care about trying to save the world. He's just there. He gets his man. He has a job to do. He gets gets the guy. He gets mm -hmm. paid. Mm -hmm. That's a key element. If you yes. don't get paid, it's then not the, the job. Mm -hmm. And and then just riding his bike through outer space. And that that is the guy I would love to write. DC Universe. Uh, I'll I'll never be good enough to write Batman. He's been done so many times. But Lobo for me. Bring out the biker. If you nice. ever seen him, he's a, a merge somewhere between all of the elements of Kiss and maybe Venom. Uh, he's he's ugly, he's bloody, and he's all biker through and through. That's awesome. So, DC, if you're listening, uh, Larry's contact will be at the end of the podcast so that you there can you call him. Mm -hmm. So, if you could spend the weekend with one of your characters, who would it oh. be and where would you go? Okay, well, my current book, Bullet for Shooter, um, main character's Luther Sweetwater. He is not on the list because he gets punished in this book. I, I'd be into pieces. Uh -oh. So uh, You don't want him to seek revenge? Yeah, I, I could not want him. I, I could not seek revenge. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of my short stories that got out there are almost autobiographical. It's a guy on a motorcycle and he becomes a superhero so they that's me so that thing you know he <sighs> says almost autobiographical uh-huh yeah yeah i see I it's see. me add just a little bit just <laughs> a little bit um man uh one of my characters mm -hmm. that would be a tough one uh it, it's like who's your favorite child well i'm scared of that child so i don't want to be alone with him but all of my other childs, you're supposed to love them all equally. I can't pick a single on that one. Um, maybe well, I'm a parent of two, just like you are. And let's face it, it changes daily. It, it changes daily. Whoever pissed me off today. That's like, the least favorite. Did you day. guys do the dishes? And if my kids are watching, did you do the dishes? Did you vacuum lately? 
Has anybody done the laundry? <laughs> Who's earned their keep today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, if it was going to be one, um, I would have to go back to the first story I ever published was Road Trip to Lynchburg. It's okay. in a no longer published book. So if you got it, great. If you missed it, you got to talk to me. I've got a couple copies left and they're, it doesn't, it's out of print, but oh, it no. was the first story I ever published. And get this, it's about a guy on a motorcycle. Nah. <laughs> he rides from uh, Memphis, Tennessee to Lynchburg, Tennessee, home of the not Angel's Envy, but Jack Daniels doesn't sponsor me today. <laughs> and uh, it, it winds up going in from a, a, a little, just a ride out there in the summer to a, a, a crazy ghost story, which was so much fun to ride. To, to write and uh, I'd, I'd pull that guy out because uh, he started me on this path and I know he also likes to ride and drink and go story. He's got some stories too. So I guess nice. that would be it. So y'all could have a good time. Uh, um, we would have a time. Nice. I'm sure cops would be involved. <laughs> Bill, Bill wants to know, uh, he recommends the British bitch. Uh, okay. For uh, I put her through a lot too. Uh, <laughs> she earned her name, huh? And she's going to take yeah. it out on you. The, so the British bitch, and and we can't even call her that on uh, Facebook because we get we get it bumped off. You, oh no! So, uh, so it's the she is the person in charge of Life Enders. Uh, well, she's one of the directors, and for Luther, she's Luther's boss, <laughs> and. She goes through a lot because I make her Luther's boss and Luther just has all sorts. Every, if it could go wrong, it goes wrong to Luther. And so he has to answer to her. So she has a lot of, a lot of pain also. So yeah, if I was, I, I'm, I'm scared of her and everybody. It's amazing so far. She's made it into all of the hit world stories, all the novels that I've been aware of. She's mm -hmm. been in in all of them, and everybody seems to be afraid of her. Really? Oh, she is so much fun to write. Huh. That has to be fun to write. <laughs> the midst of power right there, especially being a woman. I like she it. I like her already. Off. I'd hang with her. Oh, she is the, the strongest and fiercest. Uh, there is a rumor that she put a uh, contract out on my main character, but at the last moment, she withdrew it. So. Oh, and it was close. that cannot no longer be confirmed. So <laughs> it never happened. <laughs> it never happened. This is not the shooter you're looking for. <laughs> if you let's see, if you could spend, I already asked that. Have you watched any TV lately that you've really gotten into? Um, of course, there's. Oh man, so three. All right, we're going to go through them real quick. So okay. obviously all the Marvel superheroes, because mm -hmm. Marvel superheroes are the primo. Uh, and yep. the Mandalorian, perfect. I love the way they do their stories. Characterization is mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Um far as the DC world, the uh, Schneider Cut verse, version of Justice League, I loved it. Had a great time with it. Did you um, watch it in one sitting? Uh, absolutely. And I hope my boss is not watching because it was like during a work day. Uh, no idea but, uh, what anyone's talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. Could not stop it. But one that just absolutely freaked me out. So this is the one that I haven't been able to finish. 
It's on Netflix. I think it's called 30 Coins. And it's basically a town in Central America somewhere is possessed. The entire town, because they're the devil or demons or something, mm-hmm. the priest in the town actually got a hold of one of Judas Iscariot's denarii. So he's got one of Judas's 30 coins of silver. And the devil wants it back. And so it's possessed an entire town. It is eight episodes long, and I've made it through episode three. But I can't watch the episodes at night because me, a guy who writes horror, a guy who murders people by the dozen, they do a good job. That's awesome. 30 coins on Netflix. You'll get nightmares. Ooh. It's also in, uh, it's, the actors, it's presented in Spanish, so there's, you got to read the footnotes, but then every time you look up, something bad is happening, and so (laughs) you can't look down to find out what's going on, and you can't look up, oh, so good, so good. That's awesome. I need to work on my Spanish anyways. Maybe we can, you know, two birds, one stone, and no sleep. I mean, who has time to sleep anyways? You learn all the words that you should probably shouldn't say in public. Well, they don't teach me those in school, so it's perfect. <laughs> I need to learn them somewhere. The only thing I've ever learned, so I took uh, two years of dos años in escuela, uh, and I learned two things. One, el toro de caca, a toro de pu- I don't know, and uno cerveza, por favor. Yes. Well, those are in country songs. We know how to say those ones. Yeah. I, I can order a beer in most any language, so nice. I'm pretty good at that one. Nice. Did, did four years in uh, Germany, thanks to the military, and uno hefeweizen, uh, ein hefeweizen bitte. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's four years in Germany. I, that's all the German I speak. Well, that's the important stuff. Plus, everyone yeah. in German speaks English anyways. You, you go into a, a bar in Germany, and mm-hmm. uh, no American, no American. Ein hefeweizen bitte. Oh, yeah, come on in. We got beer for you. Come on. <laughs> So you made an attempt. You're terrible at it. So we'll talk to you in English. So it's okay. We, we, we got you. But uh, <laughs> if you're going to come in there and you go, hey, we want a beer. No, no, no. No American. No American. You have to show Especially some Especially if you say respect. it like that, right? <laughs> you give it a shot. You stink. Then, then they'll, they'll it's like, yeah, you're dumb American. But you can drink our beer. Okay. Your money still spends. Money still spends. Money still spends. Awesome. Um, Stephen wanted to warn you that you said the quiet part out loud, the part your boss wasn't supposed to hear. Did it come out loud? Yeah. Can we edit gonna... that? Can we edit I'm, that? I'm totally sure we can, right? CFO, we totally edit and stuff. We'll back that out. We're we very edit just as much as Chris we edit everything. does, yeah. which means not at all. Let's see. Oh, but Stephen does have a question. He wants to know, are you coming to Dragon Con? Is it confirmed that it's going to be in public? Yes. I said so. Um, Mostly, I will. I will probably if if it if it happens, I'm going to be there. Um, I'm not a guest, so I'll just be one of the guys walking around fanboying. Um, <laughs> well, like Stephen said, there's a whole group of us there, so you can come hang with us, man. You'll fit right in. Man, last time I was at uh, Dragon Con, I got to meet Nathan Fillion, um, Stan Lee, um, mm-hmm. Timothy Zahn. Uh, Bill's going to be there. Yeah. Actually, I think we're hooking him up, so he'll he'll be set, man. Define hooking him. Never mind. 
With a room. It's hard to get rooms. Oh. <laughs> I stayed out by the airport uh, and just drove in every morning. Oh, I'm too drunk to ride the Marta. No, I, I got to so, be able to so stumble sorry. up to my room. I, I had to take my daughter with me. My, my wife made me take my youngest daughter with me so she would make sure I didn't get into trouble. I don't know. My son wasn't much help last year, so. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. No, nope. no, it didn't work. My I, daughter was babysitting, so yeah, I, I oh, can't get into too much. <laughs> Let's see. If if you could have one story that turned into a movie or TV series, which one would it be? Any one of your stories. Bullet for shooter. I'm absolutely mm-hmm. I I love the character. Mm-hmm. Um in Bullet. So my, my main character, Sweetwater, Luther Sweetwater. I love that name, by the way. He's, I, I actually got that name by a, an online contest. Really? Hey, everybody. I'm going, to, I'm going to write a book series. You want to name my main character? That's it took three people. But really? uh, one well, person gave me Luther. One person <laughs> gave me Sweetwater. And his code name is 2-Bit. Well, I, I gave him 2-Bit because he's five foot six just barely made it into the marine corps mm-hmm. uh he's a marine corps sniper but he's got napoleon syndrome to the extreme um everybody looks down on him he's five foot six mm-hmm. so everybody looks down on him he, and and i just beat him up through the story uh he's got the best of intentions he wants to be an assassin but he's doing it for the best of intentions um, Wait, what? <laughs> he wants to give of himself to to fight terrorists. That's his goal. Uh, gotcha. He was a merce. He saw the mercenary group in our book uh, goes after Osama bin Laden, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to be the guy who goes out there and defends America. The job is an assassin, and he struggles with that because not every job is Osama bin Laden. Right. And but but he. He wants to do the best. He tries so hard, uh, and it nothing ever works his way. But uh, he never gives up. He never stops, and it's just fun to see how much pain I can put this poor guy through, and he still gets up and keeps fighting to the very end. So uh, if, if there was ever a story that became a movie, it's going to be the Hit World series just because – it's so much fun. Um, and it, if for a lot of the books, it's, we, we tell everybody this is somewhere between John wick meets men in black hit world. It's John wick meets the exorcist. Um, bad things happen. It, it's so much fun. <laughs> That's why we read. It's so much. I'm not so trying to sell this book, but you know, well, we're trying to sell books, so no, please do. It's kind of the point. It, it was just so much fun to write it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if and it for me, uh, uh, I'm I'm an action junkie. You probably would never have guessed that. No, no, I can't but, imagine. But uh, it's it's action front to end, and and that's what I like to see in a movie. I want to see a lot of action. I want to see main characters who have to struggle. Uh, I don't. I'm, you know, Batman, I, I go for the Batman. He has no superpowers. Mm-hmm. He just fights his way through it. He fights against the gods. He fights 
when it has to. Superman, Wonder Woman, these are immortal, super strong. They can't be hurt. That's not what I care about. I want to yep. see the guy that has to bleed, and he gets in there and he fights them anyway, knowing that there's no chance. Well, that's Luther. That's poor Sweetwater here. And, and that is my definition of uh, a movie that really enti entices me. That's awesome. Um, Henry wants to know who would play Sweetwater. Who would you choose? Uh, I know that's the fun stuff. So he's five foot six. And if I, I hate the actor personally, but a young Tom Cruise. Okay. So an unknown, uh, but that kind of has that kind of. Yeah. Tom Cruise, aura. you know, the guy's way, he's way too old now, mm -hmm. but uh, a young Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise, short guy, he, at the time when he was young, he was a little awkward, but he, he always, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to uh, when, what was the movie when he was dancing in his underwear? Even then he, the, the Risky mobster. Business. Risky business. Exactly. So he had all the money. Everything was set up. Mobster comes in there, takes it all away and he pays him off. And he sets it up again. All right, keep moving forward. So, so that's the kind of guy. Uh, get beat up and and draw your bootstraps and keep moving on. So, Just keep going. Whoever is the young Tom Cruise today, although I would hate to cast him because I, me personally, I don't like the the actor, but I like some of his characters. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We're we're not asking him out to dinner. We just want him to entertain I, us. I want him to do a good job. Yeah, you're, you're gonna play my character. You better do good. There you go. Yeah, that in the audience they're suggesting Tom Cruise from Taps when he was in Taps. That's too I can't young. Remember I think. Taps, but that but, one's uh, too young. I think. Color of Money, that would have been it for me. I, all right, I'm also a pool player, so yeah, mm. he was really good in that one. I liked him in that one, and he was a cocky jerk, so that would have been a perfect for Luther. Well, plus Paul Newman's in that one, right? Yeah, well, Paul yeah. Newman stole the show. Yeah, oh, well, duh, it's Paul Newman. <laughs> <sighs> and did but, you see the original, the, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Hustler? Paul I Newman? did after yeah. I saw that one, because I didn't know yeah. there was an original one, right? So oh I watched God, it after. Oh, so good, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I, you know, Paul Newman can just read a menu, and I'd watch him do it. Um, <laughs> it would be fine. I'd be fully clothed, I swear. Um, speaking of clothing, I have a very interesting judge. question. I have an interesting question. Plus, Bill is on, so maybe he can help us here. When he was on this um, 20 questions, yeah. he said that each four horsemen writer agreed to redshirt you in a novel. Yes. So <clears throat> what, what did you do to these poor people to make them kill you in a novel? No. All of them? All of them kill me in a novel. Mm -hmm. and, and it became company policy. Exactly. <laughs> what did you do? So... I'm a nobody, right? I just wrote a book and Chris Kennedy said, oh my gosh. Well, I, I wrote a novelette, all right? And it for was, those who don't know, Chris Kennedy's the boss. Yeah, Chris Kennedy's the boss. Yep, all right, go ahead. I, I wrote a short story and that was going to be it. I'm I'm good at short stories. I like short stories. Mm -hmm. And so the whole plan of Hit World was I was going to write these short stories, release maybe one a month. It was just going to be Pulp Fiction Thriller. Mm -hmm. Have a great time. And I was all over that. Had short story one down. Uh, it actually won uh, won awards 
at Mid South Con, I got the the best not short story. Okay, Bill and I, Bill and I, mm-hmm. uh, Bill was in there with me on it every step. Mm-hmm. Um, we did shoot first, mm-hmm. and I had such a great time writing it. I wrote the next one, the next one, the next one. Um, meanwhile, Bill takes shoot first. I know he took mine because you know because it was that good. And he <laughs> finds Chris Kennedy in a hallway and says, "Yo, Chris, I bet you." You really need a, a book series about these assassins running around America taking people out. We got a whole book series. I got a whole bunch of authors back home. And Chris Kennedy fell for it because Bill is a very convincing. Fell for guy. it. <laughs> Bill's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm writing my short story, just having a great uh-huh. time. Bill calls me up, says, Hey Larry, uh, <laughs> we've got a book deal. I said, Okay, what is what does we have a book deal mean? What does yeah, that who's mean? We? What's our- <laughs> and what is who is who's we? And what does the book deal mean? Because well, it means that short story you're writing is a novel, and it's due like next week. What? Oh, no okay. pressure. Thanks, yeah, Bill. Not at all. Hell, all right. Yeah, we're we're all good. So, uh, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did you do to make them all redshirt you? Oh, uh, so so I got. Once you start writing for Chris Kennedy, he wants to keep track of you. So I got included. Now, me, a nobody, right? I've written short stories. I just got my novel, sent it to Chris. Chris Chris liked it. His editor was not impressed. And, and then he re-edited it. And I, I broke a couple editors. Mm. Yeah. But, okay. So Chris brought me into the elite Group. There's a there's a secret Facebook group out there for Chris Kennedy authors, That's awesome. and I got included, mm-hmm. and I'm still in it as a matter of fact. But so I went in there, and everybody's like saying hi, 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 Larry, and I had no idea what was going on. Bill mm-hmm. texts me, goes, "Hey, you need to go in here and say, hey, everybody, it's me." And so, oh, I found my look at this. I got these real authors, and they're all they're acknowledging me. So I'm. Step in. I want to break the ice. I said, hey, everybody, I'm happy to be here. I want to learn from the best, but you'll do for now. That was not, it did not go over nearly as funny as I thought it did. <laughs> I've, I've, so like, been told, right, snapper. I've been told that they all took it in good humor. I cannot <laughs> confirm this, but at the time I got a very cold shoulder Followed by a couple of cold elbows and a cold <laughs> knee and a cold jab to the jaw. Ooh. And uh, it is now company policy <laughs> to have a Larry Hoy as close as you can get named character that dies a horrible death. <laughs> this is how writers seek revenge. And like I said, that's how I do it myself. So I, I got nothing that I give. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to collect them books and like, yep, there's one. Yep, there I am again. Oh, look, that really hurt. That that, that, like, that, hurt. that was crazy. That hurts to read that one. <laughs> yeah, gum. And then he backed over me again. Oh. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, maybe I'll well, learn. I tomorrow. hope you feel better. We could be friends now. <laughs> So that's that's the red shirt business. I I stepped into it on my first first minute into the the cool kids cl- club and I 
<laughs> and they're all like, how did he get in here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all still wondering. <laughs> no, they know now. Look at that beautiful cover. And your uh, name's on it. They get it now. I, yeah, I, uh, there were, I cried like a little girl when I opened the box and, and, and saw my name on the top. It, it just, oh my gosh. Uh, Chris and his team did a fantastic job. Uh, the cover, even looking at it now, it, I, the fact that this is mine, it, it blows my mind. Um, it's awesome. Very humbled to be in the group, mm -hmm. to be part of the Hit World team. It's just so much fun. Uh, I can't thank Bill enough for letting me play in his world. Mm. Um, and Bill's, so Bill wrote the first novelette and it was an old novelette that he found on a, uh, a floppy disc. I think he told you this story and he reached out to an original author somewhere and, and he published this novelette on Amazon. It was kill me when you can. And Bill and I, you know, I, I'd, I'd known him from, we were in a uh, writer support group together where you go in there. Hi, I'm Larry. I'm a writer. Hi, Larry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Bill was in there and, and Bill had just come off of a, a book deal and he was doing a tour around America. And, and I, I saw his short story. It popped up there and I read it and I was like, well, hell I can do that. And I can do it better than that. So I pulled Bill aside. And it's like, well, I don't know how you get in trouble. <laughs> I don't know either. It just happened. Like, Bill, I didn't tell Bill that right away. But like, right away. <laughs> could I write a story about this, and and maybe we we write a series of of Hit World? Well, and he's tell you what, you write the Bible, and uh, I'll let you write the write a story. All right, great. That's fair. And and so it just snowballed from there, but. Uh, Yes, so much fun. I'm just humbled to be part of Hit World, and uh, it, it, I don't know, it's one of the, my brother has read uh, four books that I'm aware of. Three of them were Timothy Zahn, Heir to the Empire series, and then my book. Um, so the fact that he finished it, and he said, I loved it. It was great. So you got my brother's. He goes, I would never have read it if it weren't for you that wrote it, but it was so good. And he had a great time with the uh, the villains. He fell in love with my my villains in there. And he would text me every day. He's like, oh, my gosh, this just happened in your book. I said, I know, right? It's so <laughs> awesome. Turn the next page. It gets better. <laughs> That's so, uh, awesome. Yeah, it, it's Does been a lot. Does he put them on his fridge, too, with the big magnet? Um. I don't know if he did that, but uh, he's got a bumper sticker on the back of his truck. My brother's an author. So yeah, that's so sweet. We should give out those stickers. We we need some of those. Safer, write that down. We need to order some. My brother's an author. Or my or sister, or my I know spouse. Larry. He's an author. Yeah, okay. yeah we're just gonna send it out to all our writers. That would be. I figure you know, spouse is way over way overdue because my wife has to put up with me. That's true. And. How long are we working on these stories? And I can't tell you how many times I come running out of my office like, you're not going to believe what he did this time. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. He was in there, pulled it, and just stabbed his, just kept stabbing his dad. And she's like, Larry, <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> my girls, wait, what do you do now? Like, oh, he just, <laughs> I 
didn't know this was going to happen. I'm as surprised as you were. Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, they try to be supportive. But see, <laughs> let's face it. The spouse's sticker would have to say, please help me. My spouse is a writer. <laughs> that's what that one would have to say. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Besides writing, what hobbies do you enjoy to refill your creative cup? Uh, so we talked about, you know, my love of motorcycles. Um, I do a lot of, uh, I, I used to play billiards a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that the COVID is out there, uh, motorcycle is about it because mm-hmm. I don't want you closer than six foot to me. I'm out here riding the roads. I want to do that all by my lonesome. Nice. You're like, nope, this is it. It's all I need. Thanks. Well, I, on your bio, it said that you train in Kempo Karate. Uh, I have. Uh, I put that aside. I've I've retired from Kempo. Mm. Uh, I I did that for almost thirty years. Wow. Um, but my school, I was running as a service for my church. So the I made a deal with the church. If if you give me the room for nothing, I'll teach for free. I used to have a, a, a school of my own where mm-hmm. I brought people in and we charged the fee. But with rent and everything, I found out I lose less money teaching for free than I did when I charged. <laughs> that actually sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it was it's crazy how that works. Uh-huh. But uh, I did that for uh, almost 30 years. Uh, all of my family, uh, we're all black belts. Uh, we... We had so much fun in Kempo. Uh, they're the nicest people. <laughs> Whenever you take somebody and you pull them in close and you mm-hmm. drop an elbow in their face and come up with a punch in the jaw, and then they stand up and they say, that was pretty good. All right, my turn. And you do that for a while, you get close to these people. Ooh. It's just so much fun. You, you, for the I, record, your definition of fun, my definition of fun, not, not the same. Mm-hmm. But when when you get close to these people and and you you have these wonderful experiences, mm-hmm. you never know what you can do until you do it. And some of our seminars, uh, I am surprised I lived through them. <laughs> uh, I I am shocked to learn exactly how much pain I can take and still get up when I have to. Mm. Because uh, it, I don't, I'm sure a lot of schools are like this. Uh, we we really got into it. And we had a lot of fun. Um, I've all, and, and and now I'm going to have the cops coming at me. But uh, I've always told my girls, I'm a bald biker. Uh, I've got the beard thing. I will never be attacked. Nobody's going to come up to a biker on the side of the road and say, "Yo, give me your bike." It's just not going to happen. No. But I've got two daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones who might someday be attacked. Bad guy is going to come up to my daughter, spin her around, punch her in the face, and she's going to go, okay. It's on. <laughs> my daddy hits harder than you. <laughs> and you're in trouble. I have to say, your family's pretty badass. My my family is tough. I am the weakest one. We've We've determined that if anything ever goes wrong, because I've got the day job, um, mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to defend myself. And we've, we've established mm-hmm. this, you know, bad guys happen. My daughter takes him. 
she can't do it. My my older daughter, no, she can't. My wife steps in, and and I've seen my wife. You don't want to upset my wife. But uh, if they get around to me, you know, the world has ended and rapture has happened. I don't know what's going on, but, yeah, I'll never get to hit anybody. It takes all the fun out of it. They're like, Dad, sit down. I got this. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> And Some guy like, jumps up with a I'm, knife. It's like, oh, hang on, Dad. We got this. <laughs> what? 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 Dad. No, no. Dad, Dad, take notes. This is going to your next on. book. Just watch. <laughs> oh, look. Right t- yeah, you write this down. All right. <laughs> and the guy's right. like, what? <laughs> I was at a uh, bar in Vegas. And we're all out there. It, class was over for the day. And so I'm sitting with a bunch of other instructors. And it's like fourth degree, fourth degree, fourth, twelfth degree, eighth degree, ninth. Big, scary guys, great friends, the nicest guys you ever meet. And and we're at this bar, we're just out there having a beer. And uh, some guys come in there, and they've got they look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was young. And they had these girls with them, and they were just slapping these girls around. Sorry, guys. All right, here, here we go. Everybody, put a hand in. Everybody, put a hand in. All right. All right, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the senior, senior guy, my one of the my instructors, instructor said, uh, no, you have to go to the bar and tell them to call the cops. But, 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 you, you walk. All right. <laughs> Once again, Larry can't do nothing. I gotta go walk. Doggone it. Why do I get all the bruises? I can't play. <laughs> It's true, right? What's the point? Gosh, dog, gun it. Yeah, 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 I see you. Yep. Like you said, you're not supposed to have to use it unless you have to use it. I know, but man, <laughs> done. I'm really, really good at it. That's awesome. Yeah, McFly says that's how great stories start. I was sitting at a bar in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas and Memphis and uh, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, there'll be more in Atlanta. So. <laughs> We're, we're going to have to add Colorado Springs to that because you're going to come to Superstars next year, right? I've got a lot of friends in Colorado Springs. So, yes, I, yes. I, and, and Bill's been hitting me up uh, to get out to Superstars and visit y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it didn't happen this year. 2022, maybe? Yes. Uh, oh, no, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm saving up now. I'm, I'm going to put my penny bank aside to mm-hmm. uh, save for the Springs. Well, get a code from Bill because you can save $100. All right. I will do that. I'll yeah. reach out to her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Bill is typing that email right now. Right now. He's like, ah, evil plan. Yeah. So, no, it's awesome. And you've got so more, so many other people mm-hmm. that you can say things to that go the totally wrong way. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in Colorado Springs, that's one of the big headquarters for Universal Kempo. So mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got backup out there. <laughs> I've got guys with shovels and uh, alibis. I've got so many alibis. No, you forget. We're we're writers. We don't physically do anything. We'll just right. redshirt we, you in the books. Right. I can, pull you, I can pull some real people that really did it, and we can all take notes from them. There you go. We're going to change some go. names. But, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, we can make it work. That's right. All right. So speaking of writing, let's see. Well, so we talked about Superstars Writing Group, and it, you seem to be active in a few writing groups in Memphis. So what advantages have you gained by participating in these? All right. Um, 
absolutely, if if you're an aspiring writer, mm-hmm. uh, an aspiring novelist, a hundred percent. I can't say it enough. Uh, get into a local writing group. Um, if you can't find them, you go to Facebook. You type in your city name or the biggest city and writers. If they'll show up, um, I've learned a lot of what to do and what not to do. You, you learn both, mm-hmm. but, uh, the, the best thing you learn is you're not alone mm-hmm. and you, you make a couple people, you find the people that are going the direction you want to go and you build a critique group. This is where it works. Every, and then you have to be disciplined. You have to write your words. You meet with your critique group once a month or so, and you sit down, and the other writers tell you all the places you messed up. Yes, yes, they do. You you have to be willing to sit there and suffer the slings and arrows of mortal combat, but you're going to be better. You're going to get better. You're going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. It's exercise. It's it's like I did yep. with Kempo. You have to get hit in the face yep. to learn how to hit people back. And Yeah, uh, yeah to you, get better. You get in that writer's group, and mm-hmm. uh, that's what brings you along. I'm in a couple. I'm in, I was in a Christian writer's group in uh, just south of Memphis, the mm-hmm. Memphis Writers Group, which we had a great leader, and then it, the leader went to Bill. Bill's the leader, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a, a class Bill gave at a library. It, it was free to, we have a, a, a mystery writer's group out in Memphis, Malice in Memphis. Uh, and, and Memphis, I've got four different writers groups that I got to be friends with mm-hmm. and each one you go out there, you learn the business and more than anything, they become accountability partners. When you go into the meeting they say, Hey, Larry, what did you write today? Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. Right. Uh, peer pressure. Yeah, works. An hour before meeting, I got to put words on paper real quick. So that way I don't. That's right. Peer pressure works. Yeah. Peer pressure. You, you give yourself an opportunity to learn. And I'm telling you, we are about in an hour, so we're going to do quick fire for these last All ones. Right, Ready? Quick fire. Less on Where's the your, Yeah, here we go. Where's your favorite place to write? Um, I bring my laptop. Wherever my laptop is, I write. I am disciplined. It's mm-hmm. not a place. It's the time. And I have to get past procrastination. I just sit down and do it. So Excellent. it's wherever my laptop is. I have an office. Well, right now I'm, I'm on the road, so it's wherever my computer is. Excellent. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, Rocky Road, 100%. Nice. We've had a few of those. Excellent. What is the first thing you put in your grocery cart as an impulse buy? Coffee. Oh, I love it. Lots of coffee. Let's see. What is the first thing you want to do when it's safe to do things again? I don't believe in the virus. I'm one of those anti-people. Okay. Um, I've been doing my stuff. Uh, I, I, I get on my motorcycle. I ride, I get out there. Um, probably the best thing is whenever I go into the restaurants, I won't get that evil eye of, Whoa, what are you doing in here? You're not wearing a mask. But, uh, I've, there are certain areas of the world where they don't require you to have a mask to go to the restaurants. And that's where I go. Um, I don't let the Corona Lock me in. I, I live my life. Okay. Sounds good. You can't be afraid of everything. I ride a motorcycle. If, if I'm going to be afraid, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> right, Jacob? We have to tell him to watch Staring at Goats. Um, 
And so what, let's see, who has inspired you along the way? Remember, this is quick. Uh, I know that's a bigger question, but quick. Yeah, that's the harder for, for me. Okay. Um, uh, my, my biggest person that got me into this uh, was Stephen King. Uh, during the 80s, that's where I, I just devoured books. And Stephen King in the 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. so good, so good. And I've been told you see that in my writing. I don't know. But nice. Well, it sounds else. like it with all the killing. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And finally, where can fans find you and your work? All right. So the best place to find me, uh, to find me personally is on Facebook. It's Larry Hoy. There's a couple of us out there, but hey, you look for this face and look for the my books. You'll find me. Um, I'm on Amazon. You can find all my stuff out there. The stuff that's still in print out there. Uh, Chris Kennedy is still helping out with the hit world thing. Uh, the, the world keeps growing. Uh, our third book comes out next week, I think. Um, I had book two, Bill had book one, Bill and I together, we tag teamed book two, uh, John Sears is taking book three. Each of these books are completely today autonomous. They tell their own story. Uh, it's all nice. written by different writers. We each grab a different character in the world and mm -hmm. just screw with it. That's awesome. I mean, mean, but very entertaining. So thank you. It, it's similar to like the Marvel universe. You get your standalone. And then the Avengers movies, it's all going to blend together. That's they where all we're unite. They're, I love it. We're getting out our solo stories, and then uh, it's going to get bloody. As nice. opposed to you now, yeah. Awesome. Well, Larry, thank you so much for being on. And for everyone it's interested in Larry Hoy, please, when you read his stuff, leave a review. It's the best present you can give your writer. Also, please give us a review on whatever podcast you listen to us on. You can also follow us on Twitch or subscribe on YouTube. So we will see you next week where we have Edward J. Knight on. Looking forward to it. Have a great one. Thanks, guys. <laughs>